Hey everyone! So unlike our last episode, this episode is going to be much shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about this topic even though I don't know much about it, and I think it'll just be funny. And so because of that, I begged Chris to please share this hilarious story with you guys about his Tinder date way before me. So without further ado, Chris, tell us what happened. Okay, oh, I did one Tinder date, okay. What year was this, 1985? This was... Yeah, it was 1985, of course. I was negative years old. No, it was whenever Tinder was, like, literally just coming out. I mean, it was popular, whatever. And I was... Um, I decided because like the way that it is, I don't know if it's still this way. I'm assuming it is. You like swipe one way to say, yes, I want to meet them. Okay. You swipe the other way to say, nah, I don't want to meet them. Okay. Well, I was definitely going through a, um, self-conscious, uh, season. <laughs> I swiped yes on every single person, regardless oh of who they were, Babe. because I wanted to see who liked me. <laughs> and the answer is it was just goth people. <laughs> I just looked. I was like, "Wow, this goth person like me. That goth person like me. What, what's going on here? Why? Why is this why happening?" Why is it so many people with dark yep. pasts and shadowy yeah. eyes? And amongst the list was one lady that was not goth. So I was like, "All right, then you know, let's let's go on a date." So she was like uh, in Cleveland. So I said, "Yeah, like I'll pick you up. You know, whatever." And so she gave me her address, and I even told her, "I said, why don't you just meet me somewhere?" That's how I let it. Okay. And she's like, no, 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 just come pick me up at my place. And I was like, okay. So I went and picked her up at her place. Oh, and then, yeah, let's let's go. I like know half the story and I'm still like in shock. I'm like, wait, remind me. Tell yeah. Me. So I was like, okay, um, where do you want to go? Because I don't know this area. She's like, well, let me take you to my favorite Mexican place. So I was like, oh, is this your favorite? She's like, oh, I go here every week uh, around this time. I was like, okay, great. Very so specific. That, so then we go there and it was, it was good food. I could totally get why somebody would go there regularly. And then... Then afterwards, like, that was it, you know? And, like, that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to do a date, open the chair for somebody. Like, literally, that's all right. I wanted. And um, I love that you just said open the chair. Open the chair for somebody, yeah. I was mm-hmm. just going through, you know, that season of singleness. And this is this is how gentle man of a man I am. So then, then she's like, all right, take me back to my house. I was like, okay, great. So I took her back to the house. And she's like, all right, thanks. See you. And I have no idea what possessed me. And to this day, this haunts me. And I said, it bothered me all day. I said, listen, why would you have me take you, pick you up at your house, then take me to a place that you regularly frequent? What if I'm a serial killer? Like, why would you just trust me with that? You don't even know who I am. She immediately was like, I got to go. Yeah, (laughs) I would have become white as a ghost. I'm not wrong. I would have been like, this would have been my personality. Hey, wait here for one second. I would have come back out with a gun (laughs) and destroyed you. Well, I didn't say I was a suit. Like, I'm not, obviously. But why would you do that Because why would she do that? What she did was reckless. Okay, but you taught her a lesson in a very strange way. (laughs) I mean, I just hope that she thought about it next time. Like, I'm not going to... Well, I mean, she gave me too much information. Pick me up at my house and then take me to a place. I go on Monday nights at 7 p.m. I'm always here with my friends. I'm like, listen, what are you doing? question. We should go look for her. Maybe she's still there after all these years. Yeah, I don't know. If you're listening out here and you're the woman that would be... Hopefully she wasn't a victim to a serial killer. Oh, gosh. (laughs) All right. On that note, 
We gotta get out of here. Oh boy. I'm Micah Weinland. And I'm Chris Weinland. And you're listening to The Modern Modern Christian Christian Podcast. Chris, getting dark with the intros. A little bit, a little bit here and there. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it'd be fun to talk about like dating, Tinder, what people should be looking for in a yeah. date, especially as a modern Christian, all the things. So I want to start off by saying my dating experience. Oh. I had like two boyfriends. My parents used to have this Ooh, philosophy. Was that? <laughs> Just my parents had this philosophy growing up. Yeah. And the, I'm quoting them dating is practice for divorce. So, like, we were not allowed to date because basically... It's not also practice for marriage? No. Okay. So, (laughs) according to (laughs) them, no. I don't know. I'm just asking. So, basically, it was like if you're in fifth grade, you know, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, and you're just having, like, little boyfriends, it's clearly not going to last. And so, all you're doing is practicing the concept of, like, being together and then splitting and then being Mm. together and splitting with all these different people. Yeah. And so, like, I get it, but also okay mom and dad like that's pretty harsh you know i don't think anybody like i don't know actually who am i to say but i don't think anybody's (laughs) fruit of having a fifth grade boyfriend is that they're now you know struggling i mean i think a psychologist should honestly put in money (laughs) and figure that out right we need some boy would that be interesting but uh all that to say i only had i think like two maybe three boyfriends okay um plenty of crushes but like in high school I had like an upperclassman boyfriend for a while that felt cool. And then my like latter years of high school and AK like in being into college, AK, but like my latter years of high school and being in college, mm-hmm. I had the same boyfriend for a long time up until like a year before I met you. Um, and so that was like my most serious yeah. relationship and stuff. So I have like no experience. And I say this all the time to you. I'm like, I literally went from living with my parents to living in the missionary like house in Scottsdale, Arizona, mm. to living in your house, aka our house. Cause I we was got gonna married. say it wasn't my house. I know, I know, but it's just so funny. Like yeah. I've never like had an apartment, a roommate, lived a single mm. life. But I do also always tell you that I lived wild like that when I was like in my teen years. Oh, I mean, yeah, you not like dating Florida. around, but I live well in just like the freedom I had of my mom being like, okay, we'll drop you off in Seminole with your friends and yeah. you could be out for the whole weekend. Like, so I, I think I lived enough. I lived no. like a 20 year old in my 13, 14, 15 yeah. age. So now it's probably appropriate that well, when I got married I was like yeah. an old grandmother. Yeah, I was just going to say from what I've learned from you and your stories <laughs> and your friends, I'm pretty sure Floridians live very different lives. Yes, than it's true. Else. You've it's lived true. two, three, four different lives. <laughs> um, yes. Have you noticed I'm Florida holding man. your hand? Yeah, why? What's going to happen? Cuz we're dating. Aww. This episode's about dating. So we're on a date right now. We're on a date right now. It's been years. Just you and me. Kids are in, in bed. That's we can right. finally talk about all the things we want to. That's right. Are you going to finish that coffee? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, actually, I'm not. So no, 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 no. It. I have my own coffee. Okay. I was just joking. Because <laughs> we're dating. Yeah. It's okay it's to joke everyone's so, oh. That's right. To kid yeah. around. No, that is a really interesting. I mean, I kind of have known that. Yeah. That Date your spouse. They always say that. Yeah. Well, and I knew that your your background was that you didn't. Like, didn't really date. Do too much yeah. dating. And you it, had all the girls. Oh, boy. Oh, you and gosh. I are so opposite. I know. With everything. And this is what's so funny is, like, 
I always tell you that I was wild and free and young and crazy and all yeah. these things. And you were like, yeah, like, and I was saved. And you're like, yeah, I wasn't saved until much later, but I was pretty docile. Da, da, da. But then we get to the <laughs> dating side of you. And I come to find yeah. out that, like, apparently in high school you had, like, four girlfriends at once. Well, I don't know about the at once part. They were probably a week apart. Something maybe like that. Back to back. Yeah. I, I had a lot of girlfriends. I think it was really just, and any of these girlfriends might remember, I think it was just, like, you want to be a girlfriend? Great. And then yeah. we're, we're, we're dating. Right. And then and then at, at any point. Something adorable about my Labrador Retriever uh, husband <laughs> is the fact that he, since basically, has since he's been alive, just wants to be married. Yeah. He even told his mom this. His mom told me this. When, when uh, Christopher <laughs> was like five years old, he told me that he wanted to get married and have a hundred kids. Yeah. Well, you know the Sims game? I used to try to get married immediately on the Sims game. Why? I was like whoever I like I've I would create it I would create another person and be like, You're getting married right now. You're I am me married. and you are that person and we are getting married. That's so immediately. cute. So I guess that's why you had a bazillion relationships I did. just looking for a wifey. And, I, and and I will do oh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna expose you, but it sounds like you're gonna expose oh. yourself and I'm so proud of you for it. I was. Wow. Yeah. Let's so, hear it. Let Mr. me just Chris. say, yeah, so I, I was engaged twice. Before me. Before you. I was lucky number three. That's right. And, you um, sicko. Yeah, three, three engagements. <laughs> hey, and wait, wait, let me just say something. Okay, yes. Um, I It was 100% like my brokenness in relationships that, you know, and the fact that I wanted to get married. So, yeah. I you know, it's there's no conversation in me where I'm like blaming anybody, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I would also say to that too, because obviously I know your story and history with all of it, is that in a really weird way, uh, it's kind of a testimonial of like being engaged doesn't mean it's too late to make a better choice. And I'm not saying like, oh, I need to upgrade to a better woman. I well, literally yeah, yeah. mean to assess yourself and go, this is not healthy. Right. Even though I'm engaged, even though I've put money towards a ring, even though we're making wedding plans, like I can assess the situation and make a new choice based on like my situation in life. Now, I don't necessarily think you did it that well. Luckily, no. God's grace was on both people oh, involved. Yeah. But I'm just saying that there's a lot of people out there, they get engaged, they feel the pressure, and they're like, I have to follow through with this. But, like, right. honestly, if it's going to end in divorce, why would you follow through with it? Yeah, well, and, you know, especially in my early 20s and 18 and 17, whatever, I had so much I needed to work out. Like, there was no, I, you know, all of the millions of people that dated me, <laughs> millions. man, those three million, three and a half million women, people, they must feel like he was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's funny. Like, this is a really weird analogy, but it's just so spot on, and you won't understand it unless this has happened to you and you're now in your late 20s, early 30s. But, like, being in a relationship that is so serious to you in your early, like, late teens, early mm -hmm. 20s is the exact same thing as getting a tattoo at 18. <laughs> like now that we're older yeah. and you said up and down, you weren't re gonna regret it. You were like, this is the best choice ever. I'm logical, <laughs> I'm thinking it through. I, of course I'd want this forever. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want a four leaf clover forever? <laughs> it makes sense, I'm Irish, it's gonna add up. Nobody's gonna judge me. Why would it matter? Even if I'm a grandpa and I have it, I can explain it. And then something hits you. You turn 28, 29, 30, yeah. and you go, 
why the heck did I get the shamrock tattoo? <laughs> like, it just, I don't know what yeah. it is, but it's the same thing with relationships. It is. It's like, you look back and you're like, what was I right. doing? It's and, like, you can't regret it because it's happened, but you do because you were a fool. <laughs> you know, and it's no reflection to the other person. Like, I, when I yeah, worked at Buffalo Wild Wings, there was this woman that worked there, and she was probably in her 40s, and she was randomly telling me this story that, you know, she had broken off an engagement with somebody. And she said that was when they were, like, younger, way younger. And now she's in her 40s. And that person called, like, maybe a couple months by the time she's telling me the story. Ooh, spill the tea. And said, like, hey, can we just talk? Because, like, they hadn't talked in, like in a decade. kind of thing. They had well, never closure had... or reopening? What was this? What no, no, was closure. This person seeking? Oh, it's, okay, like, basically closure. closure. Okay, got it. Because I think they were both married okay, and had kids it. and everything. So it wasn't that. It was mm-hmm. just, like, can we talk? And so she was saying, like, it was a really freeing conversation for her because they were able to both say, like, we, we were totally not a right fit. Right. And so just to be able to share that yeah. and to see that the other person is also agreeing and yeah. to see that they're both, they both have completely moved on. And, right. You know, right. glad. Was, I just remember thinking like, wow, what a very mature yeah. conversation to, be to able have. To do. And now that I'm older, I totally would talk to one of my exes and be like, remember how stupid No, you're not allowed. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I, I will shoot you. No, oh, okay. literally, let it be said on the record. I'll show oh. you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I always love playing the crazy girlfriend, though. With him. I do yeah, you do. I'm you do like, love that. Yeah. I'm like, who are you texting? He's like, my mom. No, he's literally like our Xfinity <laughs> called, and it said Xfinity and Wi-Fi. Like, who is that? Who the Who's heck Xfinity? is that? Who is Xfinity? I'm like, let me answer the phone. Let me answer the phone right now. Is he's it, like, yeah, I would <laughs> love for you to, because I'm so sick of talking to them. And I'm like, fine, <laughs> give this to me. Hello? What do you think you're doing? Uh, you're trying to split up my family. Yeah. Is it, uh, exactly. Uh, Kaggies? <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah. It's funny. Keep, it keeps our marriage young and fresh, it babe. Um, what was I just saying? Oh, yeah. Closure. But like now being older, to look at any one of my relationships, I would without any trepidation or fear be like, that was weird, wasn't it? Like, we yeah. were idiots. But when you're young, yeah. you're like, oh, I could never revisit that. I hate that person. Right. I can't believe this or I hate myself for this, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it just it just changes with age. It just oh, changes. Oh, totally does. Totally does. So anyway, that let's is get not in, the point. I was just going to say, let's get into dating, right? Yeah, dating. Yeah. So is it biblical to date? Is it unbiblical to date? What is a modern Christian supposed to do if they're single? Right. How do yeah. they done get married? Yeah, because like I didn't even know about the whole courting thing until we joined New Life. Oh, and yeah. Then we met people I remember who did my the face. courting thing. And I was like, <laughs> wait, make it make sense. I don't get it. Because it's like you're just jumping into a marriage. <laughs> yeah, it was just it's very like, different for me. It was very different to me, too. Yeah, we both like, wow. did not grow up. It feels with that. like you're basically saying, like, we're attempting to file our taxes together (laughs) yeah and if you don't know what it is google it we'll probably talk about it on another episode right yeah but it's like a christian way of dating yeah i wouldn't say modern christian no you know but okay so um modern christian dating i would say uh and you know i'll i'll back this up biblically but i would say that it is okay to pursue having a relationship with the opposite sex but like the Bible makes it very clear. Well, one, the Apostle Paul says, mm-hmm. like, if somehow you could avoid the whole entire situation of being in a relationship, do that. Yeah. Because the all point the more is Christ. Right. All the more you can glorify God with your life. But it also says 
if two people can come together and glorify Christ with the relationship, like, okay, praise be to God. Like, well, that's just double the fruit. So yeah. all well, good things. Yeah. Go and, well, Paul, Paul says, but if you're burning in passion, then get Better married. Better for you to get married and be committed than to sin. Than to sin. Yeah. Right. So it's like, obviously, I mean, a lot of us are probably like, yeah, okay, I need to get married based yeah. on that conversation. Right. Um, I think it's super strange to me that it's like, Jesus just kind of, or God just like kind of allowed Paul to be the authority on like tip, you know, touching this subject because it's like he was the single one. Like, yeah. and I get it. It makes a lot of sense because basically right. God's like, I would love for you all to be single, but it sounds yeah. like I didn't make you for that. I made you for a union. So <laughs> I did make man and woman. So, you yeah. know, whatever. But it's just an interesting topic because it it's like someone else should really weigh in on this. Someone yeah. married should weigh in on this. Well, I believe Paul had low testosterone. <laughs> Stops. No, Stop. you could take that out. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it. Oh, no, darn it. Gonna be on the record. Okay. Oh, but I think you're going to say the one thing that honestly is like, this is the point. Yeah. The person's got to be a Christian. You need yes. to start off asking them a Christian. When I was doing, when I was dating, because obviously I wanted to be married. So yeah. I was trying to do the same thing you were doing, but except I was dating right. everybody. Right. <laughs> no, I wasn't dating everybody, but you get the point. Yes, I do. And so when I would go on these dates, especially as an adult, and I remember being a youth pastor and being like, there was this weird pressure, by the way, where people were like, when are you going to get married? Because you're a youth pastor. Because I'm a youth pastor, and people thought it was weird, and I get it, that the youth pastor is single. Yeah. And so the pressure of them wanting me to get married, huge, huge. Just the church world pressure. I mean, you've made jokes about it before on the mm-hmm. stage a million times. It's like everybody's 15, 16 years old, been married for three years, and has 13 kids. None of that makes sense. And you're just like, why are we like this? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's it's so interesting. So for me, when I would go on a date, I would ask them, what's your favorite book of the Bible? And if they said the common ones, I'm like, they don't know anything. Right, yeah, yeah. Or or I would say, what's your favorite verse? And if it was John 3, 16, I'm like, you're making it up. Or, if, you know, it's okay, like, you could just tell. Maybe that's where they were at, Chris. What? No. No. No, I'm just kidding. But, okay, can I make an actual point on this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that, yes, you have to have a standard. Yeah. Like, you cannot, and, you know, like, I'll be the first to admit, like, my parents my dad was not saved my mom was and i know that dynamic in a lot mm-hmm. of relationships even within the church like oh yeah he was running wild blah, blah blah or she was running wild i helped you know whatever and you know what praise be to god that that situation ended up well and that it was able to be committed and all the things but that shouldn't be what you're pursuing you shouldn't yeah. be trying to save somebody because at the end of the day god you know produces salvation no one else and yeah. you know I'm just speaking from my mom and dad's perspective. My dad pursued my mom and my mom said, go find God first. And he was like, oh, okay, I could do that. You know? Yeah. So it's a little bit different because, you know, again, she didn't put it on herself to be yeah. his salvation. But I think that a lot of young Christians start off with the bar super, super high. Yeah. And they need somebody when they think of the phrase equally yoked, they think that they need somebody that's exactly like them and yeah. exactly what their walk looks like with Jesus needs to be comparable. And that's, I wouldn't say, is 100% true. So they go from that extremely high, high standard. And yeah. when that doesn't get met, they drop it all the way down to, are they breathing? Yeah. And like that is where we got to be like, no, we got to find a healthy middle where it's yeah. like what equally yoked means, one, foundation in Christ. Yeah. That has to be a no-brainer. And two, that they're on a 
continual journey to yeah. pursue a relationship with Christ, yeah. to put him first before all things. Yeah. Like that's what it means to be equally right. yoked. So so to piggyback off of that, yeah. that seriously means don't just accept, are you a Christian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I go to like, church. That's bullcrap. Or the last it, five years so, I haven't really gone, but I used right. to. Yeah. In the world of modern Christianity, there are so many cultural Christians, people that think that ju- they just don't know. They, right. they haven't been to church since they were kids and they think that... You know, it's a it's something that you're born into, or you right. inherit, or whatever. Right. You should be able to spot that. Yeah. But the problem is, and we've all done it. I've done it. Is like you lie to yourself because your goal is to pursue a relationship. Yeah, yeah. You have a different goal, and you're like, well, how do I reach that thing? Yeah. And you make so many. Take my word for it. You can make these bad decisions because of it. Yeah. And until you finally choose to be honest with yourself and honest with the person across the table from you, and say, look, we're just not going to be a good fit. And what you you probably got a free dinner out of it yeah. just be on it especially if you're the girl if you're the guy you should be paying so don't get a free dinner out of it <laughs> look this isn't gonna work thanks for paying yeah, this isn't gonna work but if you could please pay for the egg rolls <laughs> we didn't even get past the egg rolls if you could please pay for the egg rolls i'm leaving oh that's funny Okay, so um, like I said, I didn't want to like have this yeah. episode be super long. I think that that really just kind of like gives a little bit of mm-hmm. insight and hopefully some advice out there for those that are dating. Um, I will say also this, like, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of times the Christian world can make you feel like, oh, okay, like I need to reserve myself. As long as you have those strong boundaries set up, like don't. Um, what's that called? Destroy your conscience or mm. your soul. Yeah. You know, you definitely don't want to strip yourself of your, you know, God-given Holy Spirit uh, relationship because you're pursuing other people or anything like that. But if that's not what you're doing and you have a set of standards, pursue it full-heartedly to yeah. say, hey, this is who I am. Does anybody match this? You know, yeah. does anybody find themselves to be compatible instead of hiding in a hole? Because I think, unfortunately, there's so many young marrieds in the church that a lot of times the singles just end up hanging out in third wheeling for so long yeah. that they miss the opportunity to, you know, seek out right. those other relationships. Right, and so the other side to it is there's a huge blessing when – you live in patience when you choose to wait. Like, I think if you and I both, I think we would both answer the same. If I yeah. could go back in time with the knowledge I have now, I, I wouldn't have made right. a vast majority of the mistakes. Exactly. You know? And yet, and I'm sure we would we would both say that, like, it would be so much easier to be like, oh, I'm just, don't worry, I'm waiting, I'm going to, whatever. Right. But, like, you don't think about it. Yeah. In, in, in the long it's run. It's like a bad tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We should wrap up this episode. We said it was going to be short. I'm going to leave the final word to you. What do you have to say, Chris? Okay. The final word is a little bit of an example as to why we really need to not date outside of believers. In the very beginning, God made it very clear, like obviously after the Adam and Eve yeah. situation, <laughs> he made it clear to not date pagans. Like, he made that very clear. Yeah. And one of the things that you see is when Jacob and Esau were, like, at odds and Esau started to realize that he was losing his birthright, he went and he purposely married a pagan. Yeah. And it said that his parents were, like, distraught by it and everything. Well, follow those lines. Right. What do you see? Right. You see all of this actual sin, wretchedness. Yeah. Nothing profits for, no. for him they after up, that like, he ends up being like desolate in the desert for many many years and well yeah just it, like Esau's like after even right now his legacy 
Yeah. Is obviously it's it's totally different yeah. than what Jacob's legacy became. And then you see like go And Jacob was filled with mistakes. I mean oh, totally. that's why we have the whole Jacob to Israel story. Yeah. But it's still And even goes his to two wives, like, yeah, yeah, it got a little weird. <laughs> yeah. But totally. but there is a, a huge difference. And then fast forward hundreds of years later, when the Israelites are going back to Israel, they realize that, that the the vast majority of people, including the priests and prophets, married pagans. The mm. moment that happened, they repented publicly and went into like the center of town and cried and wailed together. Where is this at? Do you know? Yeah, this is in um, Ezra, Book of Ezra. Okay. Wow. Such a crazy book. And they just all cry and weep together in the center of town yeah. because they realized what they had done was welcoming in this like paganism. And it's not saying, oh, that person like isn't valued or great no it's not that right it's that they will totally take you away right by nature they'll have values that will differ from your values and you'll end up somewhere or uh what is that called compromising to a different version of christianity that or not christianity at all that was never intended for you right so just like just like a dad or a grandpa telling a scary story uh (laughs) before the end of bed at night there's um, your scary story yeah the consequences is death for you okay (laughs) now good night now sweet dreams no but in all seriousness i do have a really good idea (laughs) oh yeah i really want to hear somebody's bad dating story in the next episode i think that would be so funny (laughs) so if you have a really good like if you're like this is how it is in the modern dating christian world because Chris and I clearly don't know. Um, I want to put it on our next podcast. <laughs> yeah. So you can DM us. It could be someone else's story. We'll hide the names. Or it could be your story. We'll hide the names. doesn't yeah. matter. You can find me at uh, Micah Wineland on all things. And I'm at Chris Wineland Comedy everywhere. So please share your bad story. Oh, and yeah. we will put it on the next episode as our starter. I Can't think that would be hilarious. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a great day. Thank you.